Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. I am Jennifer. And I'm Corey. How are you doing today, Corey? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing great. We're both um, working from home today doing this recording. I'm kind of in a different environment. And I think today's topic is going to be fabulous. So um, we spent really the last 12 weeks doing a deep dive with a client of ours who was recently purchased by um, a private equity group or partnered with a private equity group who's going to pump some dollars into the practice and then help them from an expansion standpoint. And I think we're seeing that industry-wide, especially with certain specialties. Um, So this is a large ear, nose, throat practice. And um, private equity group really wanted us to put together a marketing strategy and a competitive analysis and then kind of a trade area analysis. And we did all that. And through those conversations, it led to really taking a look at internally what employees, um, kind of where they were on the spectrum of employee satisfaction, um, especially when you look at, you know, the opportunities for growth that are within a practice, you have to have the right people in the right seats to make growth happen. And um, through that, as part of kind of the rebranding and getting us going, we we really took a look at employees and employee feedback as part of the strategy. And you really led the led the charge on that, Corey. So why don't you share a little bit about why you did that and kind of the, the approach that you took with employees? Because I think there's a lot of really good nuggets for practice administrators that are listening to this and some things that you could pretty easily translate into your practice to be successful in 2022. Yeah, for sure. So in this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about why surveys are important and then how we actually went about surveying the team here. And really, it kind of started from just having these conversations about where we want the brand to go and how they're going to grow, because right now they have a pretty decent size footprint. But obviously, because they partnered with this private equity firm, they want to get a lot bigger and they want to get a lot bigger quickly. So one of the things that we identified was if we're going to do that, we need to have an engaged staff. And what we quickly found out was there's a communication breakdown and really through no fault of of, of anyone. It's just kind of one of those things, right, where everyone is so busy and you're running around with your hair on fire and you're trying to train new people and you've got other people that are being promoted or they're leaving or whatever the case may be. And so what we identified were these big challenges with the staff. It's probably a lot of what you guys that are listening are facing as well. It's communication and it's standard operating procedures. And so what we did first was I sat down with, um, I think it was like 11 department heads and just kind of had a, about an hour long conversation almost with each of them to hear what was really working, what wasn't working where there's opportunities, um, not only within their particular department, but with how they communicate with other departments. And what we found was that um, it's almost like playing a game of telephone. And so if they weren't in a particular meeting, they had no idea what was going on. So there were some red flags that were raised there. And so um, we took all of this data 
uh, from the department heads, we, we put it into chart form so we could kind of give ourselves a baseline. And then we said, okay, from here, let's turn around and now survey the staff. And so then we created a quick survey that we wanted people to complete in under just a few minutes. We don't want to take too much of their time. Um, but again, to kind of give us a good baseline and then an opportunity to improve. And that's something that not only the new leadership with the private equity firm wanted to do, but practice leadership as, as well. Yeah. And I think um, even taking a step back, there were kind of three things that we did because you and I just did the presentation, the overview to to the client last week. And we came in and you did those, those 11 sit downs. And I think that was super informative and it wasn't just... Um, it wasn't just to gather information. It was also to help them get some things off their chest and, and like have that interaction, which they hadn't done in a long time. And then we did the surveys with the general rank and file. And then we also did a deep dive as part of this piece um, to really dive into what the feedback from the patients were telling us. And so what we did is we looked at three years of data um, from the public facing reviews. So several thousand reviews actually. And it was interesting to me how if you took out employee frustrations with the EHR or employee frustrations with the, the phone system, because those are two operational things that they're working through, really, it really boiled down to the same things, whether it was the patients being frustrated with something or the employees being frustrated, it really boiled down to things that we can correct, which are communication and customer service. And Which is great news, right? Because those are things that we know that we can control. That that's absolutely the case. And so I want to make sure that we mentioned that we looked at what the patients were saying because it ran a parallel track and it backed up what the employees were saying. And and that's absolutely the case because when you can identify what those issues are, you can create a plan for tackling those issues. And now we have a really clear picture of what it is that we need to go after. And that's improving communication, making people feel engaged and appreciated and um, and really just overall focusing and doubling down on customer service. Yeah, and one of the things that, that we know is that just by conducting a survey that can send a positive message to the employees that their opinions are valued, we're listening, we care, um, and then in addition, obviously, we gain all sorts of insight into issues that are affecting departments and, and business units, and we can hopefully manage those a little bit more effectively. So, you know, when it comes down to the importance of surveying the team, we really wanted to do this, like I said, to set a benchmark for ourselves and uh, and for the team as well, because we know that what we're going to do is we're going to do some external marketing for them, but also some internal marketing. And part of that is communication across the different locations and the different departments. So we really wanted this data to see where we were, and then we can come back in a couple months, survey the employees again with the exact same survey, and then uh, see how we've improved. And again, we wanna show them that we're taking an active role in their well-being, right? So just kind of talking about um, showing them that we care again and giving them a voice so that they can they can get some of those things off of their chest anonymously and we can use that again as an opportunity to improve yeah so let me ask you this how did you go about doing the survey like what tools did you use to do it because i'm pretty confident we didn't spend any money on this it was just a little bit of time yeah exactly um yeah i yeah i, I have no problem sharing how we did that and um what we asked. So we actually, um, we used uh, MailChimp 
to send out the surveys to the employees. So we just got a list from the practice and um, they were able to qualify for the, um, the free tier of MailChimp with the size of the employees that they have. And then we use Google Forms, which is a free tool. You can sign up just with a uh, Gmail address and you can create your surveys in there. It's pretty, pretty simple. It's drag and drop. And then um, we sent out two emails to the employees. So we gave them a deadline and then we gave them a few days and then we reminded them of our deadline. We got a little over a 75% response rate with those two emails. And like I said, we wanted to keep it pretty short. So what we did was we created an email and essentially just kind of said, you know, um, that uh, you've been selected to participate in a quick survey about your experience with our practice. If you have a moment to spare, would you be willing to answer a few questions? Click this button. Super simple. Uh, and then we would did about 10 questions, easy, in and out. Uh, it was either multiple choice, quick answer, or on a scale of one to five. Hey guys, Corey here, co-host of the Dr. Marketing Tips podcast. And I wanted to interrupt this episode just for a minute to tell you about Insight Training Solutions. So Insight Training Solutions is an ongoing employee engagement and training platform for your medical practice, meaning employees can log on and take these medical practice specific trainings whenever and wherever they are. And each training is meant to increase employee engagement, improve practice reputation, and develop some patient service mindsets. If we're being honest, something that we all know some of the employees may lack. Not uh, calling anybody out by name, but uh, one of the cool things about Insight Training Solutions is they're always developing new content. And they just released 10 Steps to a Phenomenal Patient Experience, where you'll learn how to create a phenomenal patient experience, strengthen job security, and discover customer service secrets for your entire team. So this course is in addition to the other ones they already have, which include communication across generations and how to understand today's multi-generational workforce and how to develop overall patient experience. This is another course, the new approach to customer service. We've also got eight ways to wow patients and you can sign up for a free trial to see what everything is about uh, at insighttrainingsolutions.io that's insighttrainingsolutions.io or just google insight training solutions you'll be glad you did you want to share um, a couple of the questions that you asked because i think that they're I, i think our listeners are really like they're like well okay but what do i ask the employees and how do i go about asking yeah absolutely um, so a couple of questions that we asked uh, just to kind of understand the work environment was, are they on the, the clinical side or more of the administrative side, just so we kind of knew what audience that we were talking to, and then how long that they've been at the practice. And from there, um, really, we opened it up and jumped into the scale of one to five. So one being the worst, five being the best, please rate the following. And some of those questions were, um, how would you rate your relationship with your direct supervisor? How reasonable is your workload? How would you rate company culture? And then we define culture because we knew that that was going to be a question. So the attitudes and behaviors of the practice and its employees. How likely are you to recommend your organization as a good place to work? And how would you rate your overall level of happiness at work? Those were the one to five questions that we asked. And I think One of the things that kind of shocked me there was in terms of workload, everyone said that they were, they were pretty happy with the amount of work that they had. 
um, and that the relationship with their direct supervisor was very good. Um, overall happiness at work, and would you recommend your organization? Not so much. So that's an area for improvement, absolutely. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that um, probably pretty normal, but the managers and the leaders thought that communication was pretty darn good. And the mm -hmm. rank and file thought that communication stunk. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and that's just a regular dichotomy that you're working through. But I thought that was interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. And then um, we had a couple open response questions, like I said, too. So those were, um, what's the one thing you wish patients knew when they walked in? Um, most of the answers there re related to something in terms of operations, such as um, that you could fill out your paperwork beforehand or that we really do care about you know you and your well-being as patients, those kinds of things. Um, what does the company do well? And what areas do you feel the company can improve? And again, we, we invited people to take this survey and said that they would be in and out in just under a few minutes. When we got to what areas do you feel the company can improve, some people wrote uh, novellas in there. So they spent a little bit more than a few minutes, but again, very, very insightful data came out of this. Yeah, I think I actually think of all the data that we got, the free form feedback is the absolute best data. And it was, it was really, it was, it was a tightrope that we were walking because we have the practice administrator who we've been talking with, like we've been working with this one for 10 plus years. And we've really known this practice for years. And then, you know, we have this new private equity firm that's come in and it's a fine line between throwing the practice administrator under the bus. We want to protect her as much as we can, you know, and work with her. And she knows where there are issues. And she also knows, you know, the history and the limitations that they've been dealing with for years. And her day to day is crazy. And then you've got the private equity firm. And what you don't want is for a new leadership to come in and point fingers that, the practice administrator, you know, has dropped the ball or it's their fault that everything, you know, that everything falls on them. And I think the feedback was what, what we expected, but at the same time, really informative and positive feedback that, that talks, you know, paints the practice administrator in a pretty good light. And, and she's kept the, she's kept the ship afloat and moving forward for years. And it's, this should just help boost her position at the practice and get her to that next place. Because I think that was a tightrope that we really walked. That was, you know, we, we had our feet in both sides and um, the feedback was what we expected, but still helps put us in the right trajectory. Yeah, exactly. And I, I mean, I couldn't agree with that more. And I, I think now that We've sort of assessed how engaged the employees are and identified these areas where there's been a little bit of a breakdown, which again is mostly related to communication. We are um, essentially creating an action plan and that is going directly into what we're doing for next year. So um, and again, I keep saying the word engagement and communication, but that's, that's really because that, those were the key takeaways here as we did this. So we know that they need better communication. So what we're going to do for them is create a way to have better communication from an internal standpoint going into next year. So for you guys listening, that can be anything from just a regular weekly email that is sent around with updates for everybody. It can be as in-depth as a uh, custom internet that's, that gets built out for them. It can be just having daily huddles 
Um, all of these things can make a big difference. And all of these things, just for reference, as you're listening to this, were things that were not being done at this practice. Yeah. And I think this was great exercise and, you know, great exercise for the employees, great exercise for the team, the operational and the leadership team marketing, and it really will inform the plan for 2022. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, we, we've identified um, these changes that we're going to apply. Now we're working with the leadership team to kind of set some priorities, determine the the resources that we're going to kind of allot to this thing. And then from there, we're getting it on the schedule and we're rocking and rolling. Yeah. So let me, let me switch gears for a second, because I think that employee surveys, engagement, fantastic. Everybody should be at least paying attention to something to engage their employees um, and, and finding a way to track ROI. And, you know, surveys are a great, great way to track ROI and see if you're actually moving the needle in a positive direction. But we have another practice that we work with, and um, there are about 350 employees. And I'm not sure, Corey, if you paid attention to what happened on Friday with them. So we're recording this on November 1st. And Friday was the day that the practice celebrated Halloween. And traditionally, for big holidays, they will do um, some kind of contest and then throw it up on social media and let people vote for it. I don't know if you paid attention to this, Corey. But, the, but what, what they did is that every department at the practice, um, and your practice may, you know, those listeners out there, you, you may have done this at your practice too, but every department at the practice had like a pumpkin decorating contest. So they all decorated pumpkins and historically we would throw all the pictures up on social media and let the public vote on it. And it was great because from an engagement standpoint, it would just blow up social media. I don't know why we didn't do that this year, but um, I don't know why we didn't do that this year, but HR, they have a new HR department. They decided to internally um, have two or three people choose the winners and apparently the rank and file were very unhappy with this. And I got no less than, I don't know, 50 emails from employees that I was copied on that were the employees engaging in the process, creating the most humorous memes I've ever seen, um, really engaging in the in the pumpkin carving contest. So um, great effort, total misfire. But at the end of the day, it was engagement um, amplified just in a different way. And um, I'd be curious if any of our listeners out there have had anything like this happen. Oh, yeah. I, I would. Uh, it was like pumpkin gate. It was great. It was it, awesome. Yeah. It was the best. It was fantastic. And you could tell that and speaking of engaged employees, um, you could tell that everyone was engaged here because some of the decorations and the displays that they did, oh, they, they were, were fantastic. incredible. Yeah. Um, and, and that just goes to show you, like when you create these opportunities for employees, whether that's a survey or it's a contest or whatever, if you're creating this engagement, you're you're going to see benefits from this because you know it's it, it's silly, but the the people here, I mean, not specifically the pumpkin thing, but just engaging employees overall, it leads to higher retention rate and improved productivity, higher morale. Um, unless you lost this pumpkin contest, I don't know if the morale was higher there, but, but engaging your employees like this really does make a huge difference. And, and I think they were all in good spirits. They were having fun with it. And like you said, there was giant email chains and, and memes going back and forth. And it was just, it, even though it was a misfire, I think it was overall a positive experience and it, it got them talking. And even if it's, you know, a, a little bit of, a 
uh, contentious relationship at the moment with them and HR, it's still good. Yeah. And I just hope that none of us get cold pulled into an operational meeting to talk about what happened, that, what, yeah, what backfired, <laughs> why it wasn't done. We can all see the writing on the wall. I think that's enough of that for today. I'm, I feel completely engaged. I'm ready to get to work. So is everybody else. So with that, I'm Jennifer. I'm Corey. We'll see you next time on the Dr. Marketing Tips podcast. Thank you. Thanks guys. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.